So ayun na, finally may extra pera ka na. After months or even years of saving up, you finally managed to build on your emergency fund. Since kahit paano, mas secure ka na, napaisip ka saan ko pa kaya pwedeng mapalago ang pera ko. And chances are, sooner or later, you will come across the stock market. And that is what our topic is for today. How to counter the volatility of the stock market and the dangers associated to it. Now, this podcast isn't meant to teach you how to do stock trading, stock investing, or rather value investing. The episode, or rather this episode, is aimed to make you think twice before you jump into the bandwagon of getting into stocks. Investing in stocks can be one of the most rewarding thing you can do if done right. It can also wipe your entire savings if you don't know what you're doing. Kung nanonood ka ng YouTube o kahit ng mga video sa Facebook, chances are na-encounter mo na ang e-toro advertisement ni Alec Baldwin wherein he kinda teases us that we've let opportunities pass us by not buying into Google or Amazon stocks earlier. Mapapaisip ka, kusto to'o, if you get to buy on these tech stocks before, chances are you've easily quadrupled or even tripled your money. But the thing is, this sets a dangerous precedent na ang bilis lang magkapera sa stock market, which is not true. People focus on the wins, but only a few would get to share their losses. I'm not saying it's impossible to earn big bucks from the market because I know a lot of people who were able to do so. But at the same time, I also know a lot of people who crashed and burned the stock market. Losses within the hundreds of thousands or even millions of pesos. So mapapatanong ka sa sarili mo, kung ganun, sugal nga ba ang stock market? And the simple answer to that is, it depends. Sugal ang pagpasok mo kung bara-bara ka lang bibili ng kung ano-anong stock without doing your due diligence. What do I mean by due diligence? Yung pag-research mo about the company na bibilihin mo, you have to understand that the market is dictated by speculation. Kahit profitable pa ang kumpanya, if nagkaroon sila ng recent bad PR, pwedeng bumagsak bigla ang presyo ng stocks nila. The opposite also holds true. Pwede namang hindi kumikita ang kumpanya, pero dahil hinype siya ng news, ay magsusor ang presyo ng stocks nila. All of this are based from speculation. Let me state an example. Back in 2017, I participated in what would be my very first encounter in the stock market through the CLC or Chelsea Logistics IPO. I initially invested 50,000 pesos without knowing what I'm getting myself into. I just heard that it's a good buy. Even the news are trying to hype it up. I didn't even take the time to know who owns it and kung ano yung entire business ng company. I just went with my friend and bought it. Two days later, the price dropped and I lost 6,000 pesos. Di ko kinaya yung loss, so I pulled my money out and vowed never to do it again. Looking back, that was a pretty stupid decision. 
I would have had a better chance by going to a casino and play baccarat baka sakaling dumoble pa ang pera ko. But the thing is, fast forward to March of 2020, I realized that the stock market is not all about high risk, high reward. If you play your cards right, you can risk less but still get a good enough reward. How do we do that? Through stock investing or better known as value investing. This is not to be confused with day trading. Now let me explain the difference. Day trading, from the name itself, is short-term buy and sell strategies. These are implemented mostly using technical analysis or charting. Day traders don't really care about the sentiment of the people, what's on the news, or how profitable the company is. They only care about one thing, and that is what the chart tells them. Day trading is highly technical, and while people do profit big from it, the opposite also holds true. People lose a huge chunk of money if their chart interpretations aren't accurate. So I would definitely advise against this to the newbie investor. I know some people who flourish with this kind of strategy and that's okay. But if you're like me, who's trying to minimize on their risk, then this is definitely not the way for you. Stock investing or value investing on the other hand uses fundamentals or rather knowing all about the company, their businesses and profitability among others to determine if the current value has potential to rise in the long term or what we call capital gains or if the company is profitable enough to give out stable dividends through the years what we call a dividend play. This strategy focuses more on the long-term horizon and it doesn't really care much about the short-term volatility. For as long as you know that the company you studied has sound fundamentals, then you are certain that it will be profitable regardless of any bad PRs. This strategy is what I have been implementing since I returned to the stock market early this March 2020. Value investing has two ways of benefiting you. One of them is through capital gains or stock price increases. And the other one is through dividend payouts. Both of them are good and it all comes down to what the strategy of the investor is. Now as early as now, let me tell you that you do not need a finance degree to get into this. Just to share, I personally just read up on value investing from various sources from the internet, bought books, watched YouTube videos, now, am I claiming to be an expert in this? Hell no. But I do believe I have learned enough to be confident in my trades to the point that I can sleep well at night even if I don't get to look at my portfolio for the next week or so. That is how confident I am that these companies I've invested at are profitable in the long run. So just to share, my overall goal would be to get 500,000 to 1 million pesos worth of passive income mainly from dividends alone and all of the companies that I have been extensively studying are those who are considered to have a high dividend yield. So what do I do and look for when I study a company? I've read this book by Marvin Germo, a YouTube personality who is known for sharing his knowledge regarding stock trading and investing. 
His book is called Winning Strategies for Investing. And I do believe that this is a very good reference material considering that his insights are for the local market, meaning the Philippine Stock Exchange. So to simplify, he basically talked about specific processes into narrowing down the stocks you would want to study. You don't want to waste your time studying 10 to 20 companies if you can simply focus on a few which would fall under your competency and a business which you can understand. So basically what you would want to look for into the company is their relationship with the government. If they have any violations or are in good rapport with the administration. A good recent example would be ABS-CBN. Because of their franchise not being renewed by the government, their stock prices fell. Now, this is definitely something you don't want to occur to the stocks which you are putting money on. Next would be to see as to how relevant the company is in terms of society and how solid is the company in itself. For example, Jollibee. Jollibee has been around for decades and is a household name, not just in the Philippines, but also abroad. Everyone knows the Jollibee brand and they have been profitable year after year. Unfortunately, because of COVID, their profitability decreased and as such, market sentiment was down and that caused their stock price to go down as well. This is part of what we call valuation. You would want to know whether a company is earning or not as this would dictate as to the intrinsic value of that company's stock. In simpler terms, yung realistic na presyo ng stock ng kumpanyang iyon. Now, there are a lot of ways you can get the intrinsic value. You can use what is called an NCAV or Net Current Asset Value Method or the Price to Book Value Method or even the Graham Formula. And that is not what this uh, episode is all about, okay? I know there are a bunch of random words being thrown at you right now. And no, we're not going to go in-depth about all of those. If you wish to study them more, you can simply search in Google. And I'm sure a lot of references would come out. If you prefer to uh, read up about it in detail, then I would recommend the book 7 Secrets to Investing like Warren Buffett by Mary Buffett and Sean Saya. They talked about those strategies in detail in a way that is easily understandable. So now that we have more or less an idea as to what the differences are between day trading and value investing, let's shorten everything up and provide a step-by-step guide to avoid the volatility and dangers of the stock market. So number one, identify if you're a day trader or a value investor because depending on which one you choose, the strategies would differ. Day trading is more volatile as this is what is mostly hyped by movies. And the profits here have the potential to be extremely on the high end, but so are the losses. Value investors, on the other hand, are for those who have a lower risk tolerance and for those who would like to have a bit more peace of mind by not having to worry about looking at their portfolio every day. Number two, regardless if you're going for day trading or value investing, it won't hurt to do your due diligence in terms of fundamentals for the companies you're eyeing. I personally use technical analysis or charting even when I'm a value investor just so I would know as to when might be the best time for entry 
o sa Tagalog kung anong presyo ako dapat bumili para makamura. Number three, only invest money you can afford to lose. I cannot stress this enough. Sa states, uso doon ang leverage, which simply means borrowing money to invest. Which for me is a very bad idea. Huwag kang uutang ng pera para sa investments. While our local stock market has seen exponential growth in the last decade, this does not necessarily mean that the market is always up. The market can be down as well. Para ngayon sa COVID, the market is at its lowest since 2012. Now, you don't want that borrowed money to be stuck for years. Paano pag siningil ka habang bagsak yung market? Saan ka kukuha ng pera? Number four, you don't have to force yourself to invest in the stock market. There are other investment vehicles which are less risky in the form of ETFs, mutual funds, or bonds. And this does not require your continuous monitoring for the most part. Huwag mong ipagpilitan if hindi mo talaga maintindihan as to the what's and the how's. Hindi lahat ng tao kayang sikmurain na makita yung portfolio nila na negative 100 plus thousand pesos or even more. Since March 2020, my portfolio has seen reds of 100k plus and greens of 60k plus. All of these naman are considered as paper losses and paper gains. Of course, until such a time na binenta mo na sila talaga. As of the moment, up ang portfolio ko. But take note, I am not investing to cash it out in a month or two. And definitely not even the next year or the year after. I am investing for the future, at least 4 to 5 years from now. Masayang makita na up ang portfolio mo, pero realistically speaking, hindi siya parating ganyan. Kaya mo bang sikmurain na makakita ng negative na 6 digits sa portfolio mo? If tingin nyo, hindi nyo kakayanin yun, then regardless if it's day trading or value investing, I believe that the stock market isn't for you. Ultimately, I want all of you to make money and it starts by knowing the ins and outs as to where you're putting it on. Don't just blindly invest. That's no better than gambling in a casino. If you're interested in stock market trading or investing, I would highly suggest that you watch Marvin Germo's YouTube channel and read up on his StockSmarts book series. I also highly recommend Benjamin Graham's The Intelligent Investor na book. Benjamin Graham is the mentor of the legendary investor Warren Buffett and is also known as the father of value investing. I do hope that this episode will prevent a lot of you guys from losing money by prematurely jumping in on the stock market bandwagon. If you have any requests, please do send them at papabarya at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.